I come against the spirit of Leviathan, Lord. I come against the spirit of destruction. I come against any and all attacks of the enemy right now, Lord. I know that the Holy Spirit is covering me, my home, my space, this podcast, and every single person under the sound of my voice. This is now the fourth time I have tried to record this, and this is the time that it works. This is the time that it moves forward with ease because the Spirit of God prevails and the enemy will not conquer this space or take this word from my mouth. In Jesus' name. So, (laughs) hi guys. This is the first episode of God's Favorite Podcast, and I am your host, Taylor Elizabeth, aka The Spirit Flesh on TikTok. You guys have been asking for this, and I am here. Lord, send me. Um, (laughs) I am ready to speak and have a lot of really important discussions with you guys. Um, I'm excited to come on here and tell my testimony as well. Um, Many of you know if you're coming from TikTok, but I am an ex-witch. I was saved out of the occult after a decade, and um, Jesus Christ is Lord. He is real, and he has changed every part of my life, and it is very clear that we are in extremely serious times, so we are going to get equipped (laughs) together. We are going to get prepared together we're going to rejoice in the lord together and uh come together as a community as a body as a family to get real get honest get prepared for the days to come and um, get right spiritually so let's talk today we are talking about what it means to be a kingdom creative this is so important and i hear the lord speaking about this so much right now. Um, I got the main word today and I've been wanting to film this, um, record this for a while, but hasn't been right yet. You know, Holy Spirit has been like, "Mm, not yet, you know, another day and today is the day. So it makes sense that there's so much that's been coming against this word, but we're speaking it anyways, Lord. Uh, It's happening. (laughs) So what does it mean to be a kingdom creative? If you are an artist, if you are a musician, if you are an actor, an actress, if you are intrigued and filled with joy um, by these creative talents, this is something that the Lord has put in you. If you are in the body of Christ and you are inspired to create, that is God's image working out. And those talents need to be used to further his kingdom. Um, That's the whole intention. (laughs) So, and I apologize if my computer makes little ding sounds. I don't quite know how to change that right now, but we're going to move through it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So what does it mean to be a kingdom creative to me? I personally am a prophetic artist and musician. Um, I am very inspired by visions that I get from the Lord and by dream interpretation. So being a woman who is after the heart of God. I want to know him. I want to know about him. I want to know how he loves. I want to love how he loves. I want to know about the things of heaven. So I go in the spirit with him and receive things from heaven and bring them to earth. Uh, I use that gift of, of spiritual translation to bring things of the spirit into the 3D. Um, unfortunately, when I was in the occult, 
I was absolutely used and abused for this gift by the enemy and the kingdom of darkness just wrung me dry for a long time because he knew that's exactly what I was doing, right? I was a channel for him, but I am a vessel for the Lord Almighty now and uh, he has refined me and completely renewed me. So I am fully confident that the art that pours out from me is from Jesus um, and it's really beautiful and it's really exciting that that whole experience has been really good. So I do want to speak in right now to, uh, he was supposed to be my co-host this evening. I do want to set a prayer over him. And I know that you guys can't hear me right now as I'm recording this, but I do want to pray over Michael. He is going through something right now spiritually as we're trying to record this and he's taken one for the team he's excusing himself in his car outside for about 30 minutes so I can get this word out um, because the devil is not is not winning today but I do want to cover him with the blood of Jesus right now and I do want to call him up and forward in the spirit and um, I just pray Lord that you protect him and that you love him and that you help him fight through whatever is coming right now and uh, that whatever happens is used for redemption and knowledge after um, for the betterment of the kingdom so me and michael were really talking about some good stuff before all of this craziness broke out but i have some prompts written so i'm going to go down the line and touch on them for you guys and we can see where where god wants to take this um what does god want from you in these days we are clear on the fact that God wants us to be signs, right? He wants us to be fingers that point to Jesus because we can emulate him all we want. We can do these miracles, these signs, these wonders. We can love, we can, we can carry that presence on us, um, his love. People feel it, people know it, but really we are not the ones who are saving people. We are not the ones who are transforming people's lives. We are not the ones who have conquered Satan already, right? Jesus did that. And he is the one that people need to be snatched out of the darkness. Um, so we want to be lighthouses that point to Christ. So in the days to come, um, I hear the Lord telling me that he is wanting to exalt his children he wants to put us in mainstream media he wants to elevate us to a point where the world has eyes on us and i know that can scare some people it kind of scares me because i came from the occult and i didn't necessarily want to be in the main you know the mainstream media at all i wanted to stay in my bubble of occultism um but the lord wants us to invade the systems of the world not because we're worldly not because we're bringing that same energy we are invading the systems as vessels who are fully controlled by the holy spirit who are fully inspired by the heart of god that is important that is what we're called to do actually biblically right so god is really really sifting through his children he has been anointing us for a time such as this he has been testing our hearts he has been refining our hearts like gold like silver to make sure that we can handle it when he drops it on us because this is not a game michael said this earlier and it was a beautiful word and i'm i'm so i'm so sorry that he's going through it right now and i just want to thank him in the spirit honey thank you <laughs> i love you um i hope you're doing okay you're gonna be okay but this is what he said 
he said, he hears the spirit of the Lord saying, so many of my children, I've poured out blessings on them so much, so many blessings. And as soon as they're blessed, they turn away from me. They forget me. Because you cannot serve God and mammon, right? You cannot serve God and money at the same time. You can't love, you can't love both. Money is a resource. Money is something like food. It's something that we need at this time during this time to function in this world as a form of transaction. It is a tool that can help us help others, that can help us make things happen. It resources are literally the way that we reach more people on earth. Does that mean God can't do things when people don't have money? No, of course not. Of course that's not what it means. But for this message in particular, he's saying, I am about to exalt my children with these creative talents, with these creative gifts, but they have to represent my real heart. You cannot just come in the name of Christ at this time. He needs more than that. He is asking for his kids that fully um, know him, that fully know his heart, know his power, know his presence, and they emulate that. You feel the heart of God when you are around them. He needs those in media. He needs those in these systems because that kind of love changes everything. That kind of presence changes everything. He's showing me visions of like pop stars and these people that get big, large crowds of people around them, secular and believers, you know? I see mass deliverance breaking out, bro. Like this is not a joke. Like he does not just want to exalt us to be like, oh my God, baby, you've been so good. Here's all your goodies. It's not about us. It's about everybody else too. Does he enjoy blessing us? Uh, yeah, of course he does. We're his kids and he loves us. This is bigger than us. Hear me. This is bigger than us. He is going to pour out blessings on all of us. The ones who are ready with the correct heart posture, he's going to pour out blessings on us so we can give it back. So we can move in this world. We can have authority over those systems. We can have weight when it comes to what we can do, the places we can reach, the people who we have their ear. We do not have to be worried about becoming worldly, about becoming um, like the enemy, right? Not to say that we're ignorant to the fact that we can fall. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I mean that we are putting our full faith and trust in the spirit of God and we know that if he sends us, he's got us. We are safe. We are safe and this is for a great purpose. Um, I was, I was saying earlier that the whole end goal with this, like it's going to be a whole journey, right? Like there's a whole game plan here and I don't think I'm allowed to discuss the whole entire thing, but I will talk about the end goal and the end goal is deliverance. This is for the salvation of the people. God wants for people to get delivered. And when you have joy, when you have love, people of all kinds, even those who can't even fully recognize, or they have church hurt, they have trauma, they can feel love still in the heart that is where it can be reached that's how that's how jesus reaches people those people are drawn in by joy they're drawn in by real love into a safe space and deliverance occurs because it brings them in they feel safe enough to experience deliverance to fess up to let it happen and then joy comes onto them as well joy comes through them as well because when you get free, everything changes. So there's a, there's a huge, there's a huge anointing of deliverance being poured out on his creative believers right now. 
Um, and don't be surprised. Don't be surprised or afraid when something you make goes viral. When something that you make reaches the masses that the world sees it. People are talking about you. People are questioning you. I am speaking into the religious spirit right now in the church. And I'm speaking against the fear that, that some of y'all have hung on to for a long time since childhood. You don't need to say Jesus' literal name 20 times in a song to have that inspired by him. Your heart posture is plenty, dude. Your fruits. That is what he wants. Please hear this. <laughs> you need to be showing those fruits of the spirit if he's going to exalt you in this way. And it's not that you can just, you know, start doing it. Of course not. Like the spirit is doing it through you, but that's what he's looking for. So personally, I am absolutely interested in making alternative worship. Um, when I was in the occult, I really liked techno, like really deep EDM, like these rave scenes, these festivals. But as soon as I got saved, I just realized like, dang, like every single rave, every single festival is just idolatry on idolatry, bro. Every single false God is idolized. Every single false God is bowed down to where's Jesus though. Where's the heart of God though. You see unity everywhere except for in Christ. And I'm not about that life, but I have seen how powerful it is to rejoice and to dance together and to have fun together and to celebrate. And I'm so passionate about that. So that's something that's in the works right now um, is this kind of pushing the envelope on how, how far can we expand these genres that Christians haven't typically been comfortable in? How can we move into those areas too? Because that matters. And there's all kinds of people, all kinds of people on the earth, dude. People are different. We have different tastes. We have different likes. That's okay. Jesus can be a part of so many things, dude. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be so afraid of that. So I do want to speak into that um, spirit of fear on somebody who's listening, dude. Like create, create from an authentic place. If God is resting in your heart, if you're checking in with him, if you're talking to him, just listen to what he tells you. Like, beyond making alternative worship music i'm also singing about my personal experiences and dealing with emotions as a human and just like healing and forgiveness and these things that were taught to me by the spirit of god but the song isn't specifically about him you know it's like even if it's not about him he's in it dude because you are in him period <laughs> you become a vessel for holy things to pour out of um so yeah, that's, that's something that's really exciting that's coming. And I see that for a lot of the body right now. And that's how he's going to see this is the thing. God is so cheeky. Like he's so, he's so slick with, with his plan. Like he's, it's flawless the way that he designs it because the enemy never sees it coming and the world never sees it coming and culture never sees it coming, but he'll drop this inspiration on his children for these like bangers or like this incredible song. And the root is in him, right? It's about forgiveness. It's about love. It's about, um, you know, changing the world, healing the world, whatever it is, the root being in him and the song is beautiful and he makes it go viral. Why do you think he does that? Is it to exalt you? No, it's not. Not a prideful way anyways. It's literally to put you on a hill so you can be a light and shine. And people are like, wow, you know, this song is so beautiful. There's something about this song. There's something about it. Ask questions. Why are you like that? What's up with you? Oh, that's Jesus. That's because I love Jesus. That's because he is my Lord, bro. Do you see this? Like, we cannot be afraid 
to literally rise in fame in the world. Because even if you lit- even if it's about a song that doesn't have the name of Jesus in it, every interview, every opportunity you have, rep his name. It is so serious, dude. And he's okay with this right now. I personally, I'm still going to be singing about him all the time. You feel me? I'm trying to put Jesus' name into a lot of things that I do. But don't be surprised when what I just explained happens like that, right? This is God's way to, he, he understands that people have these stone hearts right now, dude. And that's why art and music is so powerful because humans are naturally porous to this creative, um, energy and design that we have. That's God given. God is an artist. Okay. Like that's what he does. And we are made in his image. We want to make, we want to create. He put Adam in the garden and all the resources were around him, he had to make the things he needed. People say this all the time in different sermons. I've heard this several times, but it's like, he didn't give Adam a chair. He gave him a tree. Make the chair, bro. I gave you the tree. I gave you the base. Now you make something with it. It delights God for us to step up and create something that glorifies him, that glorifies the kingdom, that heals people. We do not understand the way that God is about to come out with deliverance in a new way. It's not new deliverance, but the way he's going to do it and the way that he's going to call people in, the way that he's going to reveal iniquity and pain in people's hearts who need to get free, bro. These people are trapped. These people are in pain, but they don't know they're in pain fully because when you're dead, you can't feel it. Not all the way. This is actually from Michael. He said this the other day. I gave him a little word and he was like, whoa, I had this vision of like someone laying down and there's this big weight on them. And it's like, you know, they're dead. So they can't feel the weight. It's a huge weight. It's like crushing them. They they can't feel it because they're dead. But God breathes this life, breathes life into this man's nostrils and they become alive. And then they feel it. And it's crushing. Because when you're alive, then you can feel it. And then you have the opportunity to get up or to ask for help. And who's going to help you? It's Jesus. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's kind of some of the vision to come. Deliverance is a huge part of it. Demons are real, right? And we are all coming against them as believers. There is mass revival breaking out in this area. And just watch. Just watch, dude. Kingdom creativity is going to play a huge role in deliverance. It's going to help soften hearts. Just watch. Um, why do we make art? I touched on this earlier a little bit when it comes to my purpose as a kingdom creative. But I want to bring things from heaven to earth. I want to translate that more. I have a, uh, a vision for the future and I'm working on it, you know, as I make prophetic art, it's something that collects over time, but I want to have this prophetic art book. So all of my experiences, all of these visions that I have, and I end up painting them, I will have them in this prophetic art book. And it's like, this is how Jesus feels to me. So there's the art, there's the prophetic art, there's the vision. And then there's a page explaining, what does this mean? What am I looking at? Who is he? Who is Jesus? Is this real? Do you really feel this? What is going on? People have these questions. Art is how we tell the world the story of what God is doing because baby, they cannot see it yet. And that's sad, but they can see you. You're in the 3D. They can't deny the heart of God. They can't deny the love of God for very long. And art is perceptive. Music is perceptive. God knows that. So he's coming out with it. He's like, okay, bet. (laughs) He's like, bet. You can't hear me. You can't see me. He loves us so much. He loves sinners and the world so much that he gave his one and only son to die for them. He's not stopping. He's not going to stop fighting for them now. 
not until the last day, not until their last breath, bro. God is literally seeking after people all the time. Um, so that's why <laughs> we should be making art for the kingdom because it is so helpful. It glorifies him, right? It's healing. Um, how do we stay inspired? I feel in the spirit that a lot of creatives in the kingdom are just being attacked, bro. Attacked so much by the enemy when it comes to their creative gifts. He's trying to quench it out. He's like, oh yeah, you don't have any ideas. Oh, that song sucks. Oh, the spirit of discouragement. That's literally what just took Michael out. Not to air his business. I think he's cool with it. <laughs> I think he's fine with me being honest. He literally got like jabbed in his gut with the spirit of discouragement. And I'm like, oh no. Oh no, no, no. I will pray against that right now in the name of Christ, on this podcast, to your ears right now, anyone who's listening, we are coming against the spirit of discouragement in the church. We are coming against the spirit of discouragement when it comes to the talents and the gifts that God has put in us. He put it there. Trust him. Trust your own abilities. When we don't trust our own abilities, when we don't practice, when we don't show up for these things that he has said this is important, please, Follow your heart in this area. If I'm in your heart, you can follow it. You can trust it. I have placed eternity in the heart of man. When I'm not living there, the heart is deceitful above all else, bro. Don't listen to it. But when I'm back home with you, you better follow your heart, baby. You better. When we don't do that, when we don't trust in our own abilities, we are literally like smacking him in the face, bro. He made us. He made your hands, babe. He made your hands so you can create things that talk about him that show about the beauty that comes from the heart of God, that comes from the heart of love. That's real love. It's up to us to keep telling his story. It's the same story over and over. We're going to keep telling it until there's no more human ears walking around here. <laughs> it's important. Um, we stay inspired by seeking his face by a relationship with him. It's not enough to know about God anymore, babe. It's not enough. You need to know him. You need to talk to him all day, every day. It's not a chore. He told me this early on in my walk because I got to this point where it's so easy for that legalistic spirit to slip in, bro. It's so easy for that religious spirit to slip in. And I absolutely come against that right now. Absolutely come against that right now in the name of Jesus, because that is not from him. Jesus comes against the spirit of religion, dude. It literally snuffs out. It's like, oh my gosh. It's like the code without this organic energy flowing through the code that makes it even functional to work. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. I hope it does. <laughs> but it is so sad because it looks so right, right? What did Jesus say? He's like, your cup looks so clean on the outside, but on the inside, you're dirty. That's the spirit of religion. And you can't just know about him. You need to know him. When that spirit of legalism comes in, it's like, I need to talk to him this many times a day. I need to pray this many times. I need to be up at this time to read the Bible. And of course, God is going to ask you to do things. He's going to ask you to be obedient in certain areas. And it's up to you to seek him enough and be in his word enough that your discernment develops by his spirit alone. You'll know when it's God and you'll know when it's not. You'll know when it's your own brain and it's your own legalism or it's the spirit of legalism. Like, God is loving with you. Is he firm sometimes? Yes, he is. But he is loving and he knows how to talk to you the way that you'll listen. 
because it's good for you, not because he's demanding that you do something. It's not, you know, it's not worship me or die. It's like, hey, love me and live, please. Like, please do that for you. Like, that's for your benefit, babe. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, we stay inspired by seeking him and knowing him, having relationship with him because he will drop ideas on you left and right. My prophetic art shop, God's Favorite Co., his idea, he gave me the name. He gives me the product ideas. He gave me the name for the podcast. He gave me the name for TikTok. He tells me everything, dude. Everything. He's spoken so much in his word already. He stays speaking. And it never goes against what he's already written. Know that. Know that that's available to you all the time, dude. <laughs> it really is. And that's how you stay inspired. He is the author of creativity. So check in with him, dude. Check in. It's enjoyable. It's good for you. You will make better art than you've ever made in your life when it is the spirit of God working through you. There's a quote on my website. Um, and I just read it earlier. I'm going to go and read it again. Let's see here. Excuse me for this momentary uh, interlude here. It's not really loading. Okay, we're going to move on. The quote basically says that art is um it's like an effort between god and the artist it's a collaboration between god and the artist and the less the artist does the better we are vessels for heavenly things i have written a song about this and this is one of the lyrics we are vessels for heavenly things that do not belong to us they don't belong to us we just get to hold them for now we get to let them out we get to pour them out and then we get to receive more. It's beautiful. And then when we die, we have our earthly death, right? Our vessel, this vessel dies. But the heavenly stuff, our soul stuff that belongs to God, that doesn't die. And neither does that heavenly stuff that we're pouring out. We're literally just translators of the spirit. And that's what's so awesome about being a kingdom creative is we have that gift. That's literally an anointing. That's a mantle that's put on us. It's like, you are who I'm asking to speak to my people through the creative arts. It's like, a, it's a form of prophecy, you know? Um, so that's how we stay inspired. I also am very inspired by nature. I want my art and my music to be very organic um, because you look outside and it's like, I, <laughs> I say this unironically because this is literally true. I don't understand how people cannot believe that God is real because I go outside and look at grass and I'm like, God is real. <laughs> like, how can you look at the perfection and the design of everything and convince yourself that there's nothing that made that? It is too perfect. It is beyond perfect. And it's him. It is the hands of the one who has been and always been. And I'm so thankful that he's so punctual. You know, he's so particular. He's such a detail-oriented lord and he gave that to us he gave that ability to us we all have different facets of it too like it's so beautiful so i just wanted to come on here and encourage y'all to get real about your talents and pour into them and know that you have the power and the ability to do so through our lord jesus christ he wants that for you there's so much coming for the kingdom of god there's huge transformation there's revival breaking out everywhere this is real get with it get inspired God loves you. He has equipped you. He's prepared you. You were born for a time such as this. Go make stuff. <laughs> Glory be to God. 